yourself. You're about to experience an orgasm. Welcome to the Orgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, this is my co-host Allie. Boo! Thank you for joining us wherever you are. Yeah. New year, new us. New we- ever pods. This is second episode of 2020. Yeah. We, um, and we watched a new movie. We've been watching older ones. We we're finally off the Stephen King kick of Yeah, oh my gosh. But I think we're going to get back on it. Right? Do we have any coming up out of Stephen King? Not, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I we worked that out of our system. For now. There's 2019 was the year of the king. <laughs> there's so many left, really. There right. Is, there's a lot. There is oh. a lot left to touch on Stephen King, but I think we need a little bit of a break. Yeah, absolutely. Try and, try and do a little more more modern. Yeah. Detox a bit from yeah. Stephen King, yeah. There's, there's like I'd love to do Sleepwalkers. I love that I'd movie. Lo- you haven't seen um uh Dreamcatcher yet. I haven't. That's a good And we've one. talked about it on here before. Yep. There's there's a few. We we haven't done it. Yeah. One or two two comes out, we'll do a double feature with that. Awesome. Awesome. Um, when does that drop? Do you even know? I think it's soon. Yeah, it's got to be. early this year. They'll be Absolutely. They have to. Because when did it come out? Wasn't it October or November? It was late October. Okay. Yeah. Which makes sense, right? To yeah. correspond with Halloween. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Especially when um, you're in the horror game, in quotations, right? Yeah. Do you think they're going to keep making Stephen King remakes? Do you think that's something that they could keep doing? They got tons of material. Absolutely. I don't see why not. For sure. Because I think The Stand is already in pre-production. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So what is The Stand about? I'm not even sure. Oh, it's basically like a um, post-apocalyptic um, movie. Okay. That does, you know, it's basically um, end of world. People are kind of survivors. And there's this one guy who's leading. But he's kind of, he's shady. Shady. Okay, yeah, so are we talking like Book of Eli shady? No, we're talking Antichrist shady. Oh. Like there's him and there's some other guy who's trying to kind of kill everyone. Like it's been a while since I've read that book. Okay, okay. Um, It's really twisted. Huh. It's one of the more twisted Stephen King books. Okay. So. And has there already been a video yep. or movie of it? Okay. Like, like, like it. There was a TV, made for TV. A mini series. Yeah. Fun. That was in the 90s, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So. So Stephen King seems to be a big thing from like the early 80s to the early 90s. Was that kind of like his time? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. So they just kind of sucked him dry. <laughs> pretty much. But he, but he still, he has uh, still new stuff coming out. I was going to say, he's still writing books. Well, a couple years ago, he had that one um, book the dome yeah that was turned into a small tv series you're right i heard the book wasn't great i heard it was better than the movie okay the show the tv show i think oh yeah i mean yeah that happens book's always better than the tv and movie most of the time yeah yeah it's very rare that the again like i said before lord of the rings is one of the few circumstances (gasps) and exceptions where they took the book hard book and they took the movie like all right this is Let's take the best nuggets yeah. <laughs> out of this book and make a movie out well, of they, it. They, that was one of the most faithful, the extended, I should say, the extended editions right. of Lord of the Rings was oh. the most faithful. 
Those are some of the best movies. I think they're definitely top 10 of my favorite movies, especially oh, Return of the sure. King. I've watched, my sister and I, we've watched Return of the King, like the five hour extended edition, <laughs> more times than I can count on my hands and feet. And I love The Fellowship of the Ring. I, just, I yeah. love that. That's such a good yeah. start. Yeah. And last Saturday, I was thinking of going, never did. Right. They had the entire series, like all three movies, extended editions, a day long oh. at the theater here in Saskatoon. Oh, that would be a, it, that would be it, a I think marathon. It went from 11 to, so the first one was at 11. A.M.? Yeah. Oof, that's late and to start. Return, Return of the King was 9 p.m. Start. Oh. Oof. So you're going for, it's a 13 hour. Series. I thought it was longer than that. Uh, first one is three and some. Second one is another three and a half plus. And okay. The third movie is... And that probably includes, obviously, like, in between, there's got to be, like, a 15, 20 minute oh, break, yeah. right? Yeah. Stretch is. your flipping legs. Yeah. I've done a double feature before. That was okay. tough. Yeah. But three. Oof. But by the way, it's Lord of the Rings. Right. so good. Yeah. They're amazing. But speaking of books made into movies... We, on Talking Chop this week, our first topic is going to be the new trailer just dropped for Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, we just saw that. We just watched it. It was, uh, Hansel and Gretel was always one of those stories that bothered me. Just really? because, yeah, just because, like, the, the story is that, um, the mom and dad, oh, our executive producer is getting a little wily here, <laughs> the mom and dad, I believe, like, couldn't feed them or something so instead of like starving all together they like leave them in a forest isn't that what the actual original Grimm story is no, i'm pretty sure so. it is because i've heard a lot of renditions of it and i'm sure that that's the, the Grimm one, one the one edition the one version i know really well is they went to the woods yeah and they left the trail of breadcrumbs right crumbs. right and then they ran out of breadcrumbs and they kept going and they got lost Right. Uh, they were in the woods for God knows how long, and they stumbled across this house made of candy. But I think that that's the version that they made for kids then. No, I don't think it was. Because the grim one is where their parents leave them. I know that for a fact. Like, the, their parents leave them in the woods because they can't feed them. Hmm. But the children's version, yes, of course, has the breadcrumbs, and that's how they're supposed to find them. I'm sure home. that's in all versions. I think that's the original too, where they... Are doing the the, the tra trailing through the woods, mm -hmm. breadcrumbs, get lost, lose breadcrumbs, come across the witch's house, which is right. made of candy. Yeah, like gingerbread and stuff. Yes. Usually, yeah. Kids are eating, which finds out, hey, what are you doing? If you're gonna do that, come inside. I mm -hmm. got better. I have proper food and goodies inside. Mm -hmm. Make them eat. They get trapped. The the, the sister gets caged up. The brother, he yeah. will, I don't care. I'm getting fed all these delicious treats. I don't care. Yum yum yum. The uh, sister finds out that she's going, that the witch is fattening off the boy to right. cook him. Mm -hmm. And she gets loose. She tricks the witch into looking in the oven, pushes her in, yeah. slams the door, burns, burns her. her alive. Yeah. And kids then, they run away and they refine the breadcrumbs and go home. Right. I'm yeah. Sure that's... Yeah, that's like, like, that's the widely known one. But I literally just listened to the Myths and Legends one where it's, it's a lot darker. Right? No, like sense. one of the, yeah, one of the Grimm ones. And I'm sure it was the brothers Grimm that it was the thing. Yeah. That that's because I remember being like, 
that's not what I've heard. But it's that the, the parents are starving. And so they don't want to like kill their kids basically or starve altogether. So they leave them and leave basically like they get put them into the forest and leave. And they do the whole breadcrumbs thing yeah. knowing that they're not going to find their way home. Because, like, birds eat it's the breadcrumbs and stuff. listener read that story, Right, absolutely. So. Like, everybody knows Hansel and Gretel. But anyways, yeah. this story, this trailer looks really good. Like, I, um, um Gretel is played by, um, the girl from It, the, the new It. What was, yeah, what was, was her name? I, in the movie? I forget. She, yeah, she was, like, the, the girl. Yes. From part The main one. girl. Part yeah. one, the, the backstory of part two. Right. Um... It looks interesting. It looks... Yeah. It almost looks like they threw too much in it, though, from the trailer. For sure. Now, I guess you have to kind of expand it to make it fill in an hour and a half to two hours. Right. But, but I think there's enough material there to make it last. Like, I listened to A Myths and Legends, and it was just the, the guy talking, obviously. And it, with ads, it was an hour. Yeah. So, but, but I guess what, you have to make that about double that, but right? the trailer, they have different characters they, it's a bunch of children it looks a little convoluted absolutely i'm now unsure which is what i've heard about the new grudge movie is that they tried to change the lore almost completely yeah i've heard sadly nothing too positive about it which is too bad because i know it's a great spooky idea yeah um i don't know you know i'll have to wait I don't like following other people's opinions. Because right, they're absolutely. Not right. My taste in movies are very me, mm-hmm. and I don't care. You know, people can come and tell me, "Oh, um, the thing is sure. a terrible movie." Well, right. It's. It, I don't think it is. Um, I I like movies that other people are not a fan of. Um, me too. I don't like movie. I don't like movies that people think is the best thing ever. Right. So I've been known to, um, I'm, I'm known actually my, one of my main character traits is being like kind of too cheerful and too happy and thinking everything's great and the world's, you know, rose colored glasses and all that kind of stuff. But I genuinely like sometimes when I see a movie, like I genuinely appreciate that it's a piece of art that somebody's basically poured their heart into, you know? Yeah. And I and I I have trouble looking past that and being like, "Oh my god, this is a steaming pile." But I mean, it does happen, obviously. But yeah, I just I don't know. I I would still see the grudge, I think just sort of for like seeing its sake and because like I think I'd really like to see Juwan. And yes, I would like to see the original one too. Yeah, I'd like to see Juwan, and I'd like to see, like, isn't there more than one grudge, too? Yes, there's yeah. quite a few. Okay. In, in, in the original series, there's, ooh, five, six? Yeah. And um, they ended up, which I still haven't seen yet, surprisingly, I've, I've let this go on so long, the grudge versus the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Samara looks, versus Kyoko or whatever. Yeah, Samara versus Kyaku. Yeah. Or Kyaku. Yeah. And it, it looks almost too funny. To I was miss. gonna say it looks comical. <laughs> yeah, it, it's gonna be it's a straight up horror. Yeah, but um, it almost feels like kind of the same way Freddy versus Jason was done. 
Yes. It was seen as a horror movie, but they also threw in some of the more comedic elements. For sure. Um, Because that's what really those movies are known for, is their camp, and their one-liners, and their, you know, over-the-topness. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think I'll probably see, um, Hansel and Gretel comes out January 31st. Not a lot, yeah. That's your thought. Well, that's what it said. At the end of the trailer. But maybe not. I don't know. Um, also that was released, I think it was last night, was, uh, the New Mutants trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not, I don't think it's really classified as a horror, but sure. it had a very horror feel to it. I agree. Um, my friend Tinnell, she watched it. I sent it to her, because she's a big Marvel fan. She loves the mutants. Right. And also she's a big Maisie Williams fan. Yes, yeah. And then she's in it. Yeah. And, uh, I mentioned, yeah, I kind of got a bit of a horror feel. I said, you too? I got that as well. I'm like, great. I'm, I'm not the one alone here. Yeah. And it's, it's got a very dark, spooky feel to it. Right. And uh, it's kind of different with the whole Marvel or X-Men movie. They, they don't do with the horror. They do more of the superhero. Right. But it's dark. It's yeah. It's dark. It's got, uh, again, Maisie Williams stars as Wolfsbane. Mm-hmm. And, oh, who else? There's a few other guys in girls in it but uh, yeah yeah it looks good it, it looks interesting yeah yeah I'm and trying to not be over x-men-y stuff yeah. i just i kind of feel like we've had so much of it the last like 20 years well the plan is now also for the next uh dr strange movie that's going to be you know borderline horror as well yes yes so yeah i'm wondering if they might do the uh the marvel zombies interesting that, interesting it, it's i think it's Title Doctor Strange and something about the multiverse. I forget the title now. Yeah. But um, if they can do that, like they have to throw in the, the zombies. Absolutely. That's one of the more out there but accepted sure. storylines for the um, comics. Okay. And uh, it's it's cool. It's a good little you know what if zombies took over. Okay. And all the yeah. superheroes became zombified. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's. It's really cool. They have quite a few series. They have uh, Ash versus Marvel Zombies, which is <laughs> hilarious. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's something to look forward to. Absolutely. What do with that? I'm I'm always excited. I feel like horror always gets a bad rap because of the things that usually are in horror movies. I guess you could say like nudity, gore. Um, jump scares. Like, that stuff gets a bad rap. Like, it's not something you'd take your family to see, right? Yeah. And I think because of it, um, larger studios stay away from making horror movies. So I feel like if we could normalize it a bit and, like, mainstream it just a touch, maybe we would get more s- studios making horror movies and then we'd get better horror movies almost, if that makes sense. Yeah, but it's also... People who think a proper horror movie should be rated R. Rated R cuts a good chunk of the, um, the viewers out right. because they're underage. Yeah. And nowadays, the, the horror community fans, some are so um, obsessed and they're so critical yeah, of, of I what's agree. coming out. I agree. Um, it, it's, it's, it's tough to come out with a good horror movie that... Yes. That pleases both the diehard fans and those, hey, I feel like just trying out to watch a scary movie. Is this for me? Right. Absolutely. So it's it's very... 
it's really difficult. And that's why studios aren't, you know, too keen to give, like, some of the more hard, not hard, but, like, more of the, the more adult movies, the R rating. Right. Um, people were excited because Wolverine got the <coughs> R rating for Logan. Yeah. Uh, so they could have the extra violence. Right. But it was almost too little too late. Yeah, at that um, point. Deadpool. Yeah. R rated a superhero movie, but, and it, it did great, but also... They kind of all the all the teenage fans couldn't see it because it's rated R. Exactly. Um, can you go if you're accompanied with an adult? I'm sure you can. Okay, because I was I gonna say I'm pretty that. sure I've seen like when I was a kid I saw like PG-13 movies with my dad. Oh yeah. Because sometimes PG-13 is like saying fuck. It's and like also, really. <laughs> which 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 um, theaters now don't let kids in? Right. That's their bread and butter. It has to be a pretty explicit you know the day they start checking my purse for outside food and drinks is the day they start <laughs> checking ids true yeah true i i don't know i, I know some there's some movies that are the exception um i i, I can't think of the one one is very very well known as being just one of the worst explicit movies out there sure um but it, it, you know you know it's bad when it's been banned it's kind of been shunned from Right, outside. and I can't think of what's called right now. And it's it's one of the more well known bad, you know, movies. But I think you also don't need nudity and gore to make a good horror movie, don't you think? Like, like I I totally agree that it's kind of what we're used to, but I don't think you like. But, but then then you're need you're, you're left then just to what jump scares? No, because then that's the only way to really have a scary movie nowadays. Right, jump scares. Um, although for, well, again, for example, this movie that we just watched, Apostle, you find it tough watching the more graphic scenes. It's, it's certain graphic scenes that I can't do. It's just certain ones. Really? But it's like, it's one of those where like, I enjoy it so much because I'm so in the mo moment. Like as soon as we started watching this about 20 minutes and I was like, Nick, I got to turn the lights off. Because yep. I need this. Like, I, I need to be in the moment. the atmosphere. Because I could tell. It was kind of giving me, like, if Witch and Hereditary had a baby, that's what we just watched. Okay. Kind of. And I know no. you haven't seen Hereditary, but when we watch it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. This bitch knows what she's talking about. But it was like, it's just so, like, it's a slow burn. But in, like, just gives you just enough. So you're like, what the fuck's going on? What are we watching? Why is that guy there? Why is he doing that? And I just, I think it was like, oh, I just, some of the, it's things to do with like eyes really bug me and things to do with like sensitive parts of your body really bug me, like the side of the body, like yeah. the hips. And also you're not a big fan of enclosed spaces. Which, oh my God. Like you would have a tough time like, with um, the descent. I've and I've heard that, and and, and that's a very good, uh, graphic, visually scary movie. Yes, but again, they're in case so many enclosed space. I've heard that that it's hard to no. watch just because you can like like my brother in law watched it on his brother's podcast, and he said like you're you're short of breath sometimes when you're watching it because you're just you put yourself into that situation, and you can just feel. The like being tracked almost. Yeah. I just ugh, yeah. 
luckily I don't have that problem. Oh, okay, I can, yeah. Oh. I, I can watch and go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I've wow, learned, that sucks. <laughs> I, I've learned how to disassociate myself from the movie. Sure. Like, while you're watching all the more graphic kind of scenes in this, which wasn't so much scary to me, I thought, right. oh, that's, that's good effects. Yeah. That looks pretty darn real. Yeah. I wonder how they did that. Yeah. Um, now, I'm 35 now. Probably 50-year-old Nick would be like, Ugh, yeah. This is, yeah. Ooh, I can't watch this. This is pretty graphic. I'm yeah. scared. I'm turning lights on. Yeah. But. Yeah. Even me, like, two or three years ago, I wouldn't have been able to get past halfway through this movie. I would have had to turn it off. As soon as he drops down in that cave, I would have had to turn it off. There was absolutely no way I would have made it past that. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, nope, done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but I've I also learned to appreciate now again the effects yeah like, absolutely those are good effects yeah um but yeah as for this movie being more of a horror i i that's i'm not sure i don't know if this I'd... movie being a horror yeah this is a hundred percent a horror this is every sense of a horror I, if you not... think the witch is a horror this is absolutely a horror not true. <laughs> I don't uh, know I how just... much more horror you can get. You get supernatural, you get gore, you get sex, you get swearing, <clears throat> you get cults. I don't know how much more horror you could get. I didn't get scared. Yeah, not, not, but I mean... Not this movie was I scared. Now, but again, we've watched... But were you scared when we watched Gremlins? No. But again, to, <laughs> but, but, see, you know, this is also my opinion. Now, to you... You find this is a horror movie. You were scared. Absolutely. You were uncomfortable with some scenes. Hey, that makes it a horror movie to you. Right. Um, I didn't find this as a bad movie. But I don't think we can go with like an opinion on what a horror movie is. Well, that's a big, broad opinion. Right, that's what I mean. Is I, that I like... Agree. Yeah. Because like, even when we watch Friday the 13th, we're not scared when we watch it. No, we're not. We crack jokes the whole time. <laughs> but I think, but it's still a horror movie. Yeah. There's still people getting that's their true. bodies no. de- destroyed. And that's fair. No, no, right? that's a good point. No. Yeah. I, I just, in my opinion, this is a very tame horror movie. In okay. My interesting. Interesting. Um, I, I, I didn't mean to say this is all horror, but it's not as bad as others I've seen. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Nick, why don't we just get into Apostle and we can talk about it a little bit more in depth. I think so. Awesome. Perfect. So, Apostle is a 2018 movie, and it's directed by Gareth Evans. And this movie was actually suggested by my brother-in-law's brother. Would that also make him my brother-in-law? Once removed? <laughs> Anyways, this was... Something re- <laughs> like that. I'm trying to... <laughs> trying to, like, put a do it in your head, like, plus one, He's carry the four. Related by marriage. Yes. He's my brother related by marriage. I got that one. His name's Kenny, and he actually has another podcast, which I was featured on um, for an episode of Hereditary, and it's called the Life with Kenny podcast. So after you listen to this awesome episode that we're about to dissect, you should definitely hop over and give him a listen, because I know he just dropped a couple more episodes for 2020. So yeah, and it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I was thinking we might do like a crossover or something one day. Someday. That might kind of be fun. Yeah. He doesn't really do only horror movies but I know he likes them like he suggested this so 
I remember he texted me and said that this, I believe he said that this movie, like, it's been a minute since he texted me. It was probably about six months ago, but he um, said that this movie was really scary and we should watch it. And I was like, absolutely. I'm always up for a fan suggestion. So, <laughs> yeah. For yeah. And I, um, I was into this movie. This movie did it for me. I didn't mind it. Yeah. This movie did it for me. Didn't it was. Mind it. Again, it's not one of the most scariest movies out there that I've right. Um it had its moments. It had its good, gory moments. Absolutely. Um, it felt very The Wicker Man. This is almost... Okay, this yeah. This is very Wicker Man. Yes, me. you're right. Uh, just very no midsummer. Nicholas, it's... Yeah. No Nicholas Cage. Mm -hmm. no, uh, no cage full of bees. Bears! It was set period-wise in a very good time. Yeah. Um, actors were great. Yeah. Actresses were great. Yeah, the acting um, was fabulous was in this really movie. This is what I was thinking, like, when I was mentioning just before this in Talking Chop about bigger studios making these movies. Because this movie was made by, like, I don't actually know the studio that made it. It was, like, X by X or something. Yeah. But it was, it's a Netflix original movie. Oh, really? It sure is. I did not know that. Just like The Ritual, which was another Scary oh, Woods liked, movie. Right? I like The Ritual. Both, actually, The Ritual um, and this movie both have stars of Downton Abbey in it. Oh, <laughs> Just as a side note, I'm a huge Downton Abbey fan. Um, but I thought that this, like, the actors were awesome. And you could tell the budget was good. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. If they just solely, like, they stopped making horror movies for movie theaters and only release them on street streaming services, I'm fine with that. Because then they can kind of fuck with the uh, ratings and stuff. That's true. Yeah, right? Like, obviously, don't don't actually, like, stop releasing them in theaters, because I'll cry. But, like, I just, I don't know. It was it was fun. They can kind of, they have a little bit more freedom when it's their own streaming service. That's, yeah. That's, right? That's right. They can uh, add as much gratuitous, you know, nudity or... Teenage sex scenes? Exactly. Or, or <laughs> violence and blood as much as they want. Exactly. Um, I'm sure there is uh, a rating system and some sort of sensors to it that yes. they can't go overboard. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, Nick, uh, have, how did you hear about this movie? Did you hear about this movie before it was suggested? I don't think so. I don't think I did either. No. Nope. Honestly. I saw it pop up on my, like, whatever, recommended on Netflix, but I never actually took the time to watch it. I think I, if I did come across it, I think I did. I did a quick read of the, of the description. Yeah. Looked at the poster, I thought, eh, it looks like a B, B horror. Yep. Nothing too fancy. Right. I agree. And, and yeah. Yeah, I didn't, it didn't even come across my radar. No. Because no. the description is like, it's 1905, and a man is going to save his sister. And it's like, okay, great. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> it's like, who kind of cares, right? But, yeah, it turned out to be... I was pleasantly surprised anyways. Not that I thought, like, Kenny would steer us wrong, <laughs> but I was pleasantly surprised. Definitely. I was too. Yeah. Had a good few twists in it. Yeah. Um, the, the villain kind of switched over. A few times. I counted twice. Yeah? It was, it was the the first, the main guy, Malcolm. Yeah. 
and then Quinn kind of took over. Well, Malcolm to kind of like the the goddess, and then to Quinn, don't you think? I don't see her being the villain though. She was she was just the she was almost like a victim in this entire movie. But it's not really explained until the end. Like it's kind of like she's this like but entity, she, but she's not that a, gives and takes. But she's not a threat, right? Uh, through the entire thing, she doesn't have a threat feel to her. Only one scene where she chases um, Thomas. Okay. That was it. Other than that, she didn't feel like a threat or that she was... Like, uh, I kind of think of her Italian. and the um, the doorman. I kept calling him. I forget what his actual name is, but I kind of think of them as, like, a, the, what was one sort of entity. And I find them, like, they're kind... Well, I guess there could be villains, technically, in the movie, but they're not maybe the main, main antagonists. I don't, know, I don't know if I call these villains. Like, she's... We, we eventually kind of learn that she's more a prisoner. Right. On her own island. Right. Um, I, I just... I don't see her pulling the strings. Right. She's she's not she's not the uh, antagonist. She's not the one telling them, "Hey, do this." This is all the guys' right. ideas. I yeah, absolutely. Like when you're watching it, I think partway through, I started like you kind of start to think that maybe, like I anyways thought that maybe she could be like you know feed me and I'll give you something back because when he does visit her. Uh, Malcolm at one point when he cuts his hand he's like you don't need Thomas you know you don't need him you have me and you'll always have me and blah 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 so I was thinking more like she's asking for these things so she can provide because he talks about providing right and like and we see that when they feed her she grows so I think it's I think that it's like a red herring like they're trying to misdirect you oh definitely yeah and I fell for it probably part way through (laughs) But I was like, oh, man, because we, we have seen it before where they're, like, feeding this entity that asks for these things, right? I don't know if she's, I don't think she's asking. Right. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think that it's a misdirection, oh, though, that, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. that they're trying to make it seem that oh, way. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because she doesn't really talk. Not much. No. no. Just near the end. She makes yeah. some weird kind of grunty, screamy sounds, but that's yeah. not that. She has a lot of lurking. She lurks a lot. She does lurk. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Passing. I'm just trying to kind of think back. I'm trying to re-digest this movie here. Yeah. And. Yeah, yeah it was a like, thing. Yeah. Like, she's seen in the woods a few times, and she walks past the church at one point when the, in the very beginning. Yeah. It only seems that uh, Malcolm kind of notices. And he yes. He knows that. No one else sees her, but, but our main character, Thomas. Yes. Exactly. Because so. there's no way that she could have gotten out. It, it seems that she can project herself. Okay, that makes sense. Because she's, as we'll find out, she's kind of almost connected to the entire island. So right. why can't she kind of pop in and out wherever she wants? Absolutely. In, in, on the island. So do you think she was kept prisoner and she was just kind of like, no, that doesn't make sense that she was just letting it happen? Why not? But was she? I don't think she was letting, but she... Like, it's almost one of those things where she's, like, her actual body was here, but she could project her, like, her corpor- cor- cor- corporeal body. Yeah. yeah. And sort of, you <laughs> corporeal. That's why yeah. I said it. Yeah. yeah. And she could kind of, like, astro project almost and be like, hey, I'm here. This is my thing. I'm going to I'm gonna wander around a bit. But you're almost, like, ghost-like where you can't touch or can manipulate things, maybe? No, because you see her walk by the window, and after uh, Thomas goes and she looks, and he's like, that's a really high window. How would she get up there? Yes. And you see the handprint. Yes, you're right. On the side where it's kind of it's growing, but it's also Moss. dying away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, again, I think she's, she's connected to everything. We kind of see her 
very similar to um, a Game of Thrones with sure. the um, the three eyed raven. Interesting. Yeah, you're right. He's connected, he's connected to every. Um, uh, I forget the event in history. Basically, like he's well, kind yeah. of always there. But, but also, he, he's connected to all the trees. Yes. And and that's how in, in the books, anyways, um, uh, Bran he touches a tree and he can kind of go back to where that tree was. Interesting. In time. Hmm. But that's that's the books. <laughs> um, I think I think she's she has a connection to the entire island because okay. on an island we yeah. find out that they're on an island, and you get a bit more backstory how they found her and um, they call her a goddess because they they feed her blood of the animals mm -hmm. and crops would grow and they would be very healthy and all that mm -hmm. and it seems that it stopped working mm -hmm. so they resorted to using humans and sacrifices and Thomas or not Thomas Malcolm's like just feeding her himself. Right. His own blood. Trying yeah. to keep her going. And it's still not working. Mm -hmm. So either her power run out mm -hmm. and she needs someone to take over or what? Which we find out later on in the movie. Right. Absolutely. So I think it's just she's connected to everything. Everything on the island is a part of her. She's, okay. She's the, in quotation marks, goddess. Right. Of the, of the island. Okay. It's very lost feel to it. Right. With, um, like Locke and the, um, the smoke monster and all <laughs> that. From Lost. Yeah. So, so her physical body. <laughs> so her physical body was tied down, but her she could still see what was going on. She could still see what was happening. Oh, yeah. She could okay. still have herself be stuck where she was in the barn, but she can also exist in other parts of the island sure. at the same time. Makes sense. Yeah. That's what I took out. Yeah. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I was, because then when we saw that she was, like, basically imprisoned in the barn, and it's like, I was thinking, like, well, how could she have walked past the church? And then he saw her in the woods, and it doesn't, but that makes sense, that she could astro project, basically, and just be in multiple places at once, because so she it, is the island, basically. Yeah, you see astro project. Um, yeah. I say she just can have herself be in two, more than two places at once. Okay. Like, um. Like we see her, she's she's stuck. Like she's sure. not moving. That's right. like her her main her pod, <laughs> her main spot. Yeah. But if she needs to go check out, like there's there's a connection between her and Thomas for some reason. We find out again later why. Yeah. And um, she kind of watches him. Yeah. And she can again, she can. It's almost like have her eyes mm -hmm. in, in her whole you know, physical body too, but it's always part of the island. So it connects right. the island. So right. She's just, she can move herself mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. moving herself. <laughs> Using Astro Project, that's more of a, like, just phantasm, like a phantom thing. It, it's right. non, Astro Projection is non-corporeal. You're just moving your mind or right. your essence, your soul around. Which, and I mean, you're right. She was actually, like, kind of technically there because when she touched the church. Yeah. Her handprint was there. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Interesting. So. Yeah, it was weird. It's just a. It was like I thought that we were getting into a cult movie, and then it turned into like a supernatural cult well, movie, was. and I was here yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when I think we're getting into the cult cult movie, I think we're getting to like a Jim Jones situation. I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Manson family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was not, which I was pleasantly surprised it wasn't, because you can always do a good cult movie, but this was something special, kind of. 
like yeah, there was they just they actually had something behind their their little cults. Right. They kind of yeah they had a, 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 it was it wasn't like a fake you know I'm doing it for the money cult. This was like he was generally he was actually kind of real. Yeah. Like he they, believed in it. Like and Malcolm obviously because in the beginning proof. it started. They had proof. They had evidence. Yeah. Um, they had the goddess. She was providing for them for a while. Mm-hmm. And and they were getting more followers. They're they're having like little churches on the mainland. Yes. And if they want to be a hundred percent part like, of it. Like a devotee. Yeah. Come to Ireland. Live yeah. here. And yeah. they so they have new members. Not a lot, but the boat goes out to get more people, what, once a week? Yeah. You'd say? Was it be once a week? I don't think anymore. Well, I mean, Thomas well, was only there for a short well, period of time. Because the one girl kept saying, you know, you're only going for a couple moons. You're right. Yeah, so you're right. Is, is yeah. that full moon? Is that, so a full moon is, what, a week? Yeah. So maybe every, so two full moons, that's two weeks. Yeah. I, so, I was thinking it would be more like once a month kind of I'm type thinking, thing. I'm thinking, yeah, maybe once a month too. Yeah, yeah. But, and they brought back quite a few people though. But... Yeah. Right? Did. It was yeah. like 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was interesting. Cool. Okay. Let's do a skim because I think we've been talking about some of the good parts and I think this is good. Yeah. So basically the whole beginning of the movie is just Thomas, his sister is, was taken. His sister was taken and she wrote a letter to him. No, I think said, they wrote a letter. They, okay. they wrote the ransom letter to the woman, to the girl. Was it Jennifer? Jennifer's his yeah. sister. Yeah. Um, to the dad, who seemed he was out of it. Yeah. We get a little bit of a back, a very brief backstory. Uh, Thomas, who who is who plays Thomas? We should do a quick. A oh yes, yes, yes. So Thomas is actually played by Dan Stevens, which he was the one from Downton Abbey. Yeah. He um and he was also in Beauty and the Beast. He played Beast. No big deal, you oh, guys. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. <sighs> I own it. Like heck and own it. It's on Disney Plus. I, yeah, that too, but if there's a sing along version on it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's he's a fabulous actor. I love him. He's um his name yeah, Dan Stevens. So his sister is Jennifer. And then the um preacher is played uh, his name is Malcolm Howe. Ho? How? And he's played by Michael Sheen. I don't like him. He, yes. Uh, he is uh, the, the father on Prodigal Son. Yes. Uh, he was also Lucian on the uh, Underworld series mm-hmm. as the uh, the Lycan. Dude. Yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, I love this actor. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. He's love, fabulous. He's he's very demented in Prodigal Son. Yes. He really is. He does a great job in that movie. That's awesome. <laughs> you need those kind of actors yeah. in these sort of movies, right? Sure, well, she's enough to be a TV sure. show, but yeah, yeah. really good. Right. Um, and then he's got a daughter, and her name's Andrea, and she seems to be the town doctor as well. Yeah. And um, then there's Quinn, who is the other founder of this island, who's played by Mark Lewis Jones, and he has a daughter named Fionn. Yeah. And then there's also um, the third person who helped find the island. His name is Frank, and he's got a son named Jeremy. And Fionn and Jeremy kind of have a thing. Yeah. So that's sort of the all the main characters that we're going to talk about. They be knocking boots. Yes, Jeremy and Fionn are bumping uglies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and and someone not saying who, maybe Jeremy, gets knocked up. <laughs> maybe Fionn, I'm not 
Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I never got the talk, so I'm not sure how it works. No. Well, this is, this is also set in 1905, so I think <laughs> you can't run to the store and grab some clothes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's taken a couple rides on this disco stick and, you know, things happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, so um, Thomas is pretending to be a follower so he can get on this island. So he hops on a boat and we take off to the island and, and, and they they're expecting him. Yes. Because he they give him a, a little um what do you call it, a ticket yes. to go on the boat. And you see someone else's ticket doesn't have a red mark in the bottom corner. Right. So Thomas he's a smart guy. He kinda knows what he's doing already. Absolutely. So he goes and he um kinda switches one of the other guys there. Yes. He, he kind of, the guy's going through his um, luggage and let me help you. And he's like, oh, thanks, brother. And he does the old switcheroo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he gets on the boat and uh, right away the the uh, the guys there, they kind of make an X on the guy, other guy's suitcase. To yeah. Kind of mend, you know, just basically so you know, hey, this is the uh, fake guy. Mm -hmm. Money's in here. Let, we'll, we'll know who to look for. Exactly. So they get to an island. And yeah. uh, Thomas kind of goes through the um, initiation and uh, not really initiation, but they go through the the screening process. Uh, they all end up at the church. Yes. And uh, listen to Malcolm do his big old sermon. Mm -hmm. and, and this is where we see the old woman walk past. Yeah, we don't know who woman. she is at this point. And it's funny because Malcolm, oh, he's telling everyone. Everyone's kind of very they're already indoctrinated. They're right. already you know we believe. Yeah, they've already drank the Kool Aid. Oh yes, but uh, yeah, Thomas he. He's kind of looking around. He's trying to you know, find out where his sister is. Right. Trying to go look for clues. And he's, he's playing along. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, you see the window. And a uh, woman goes by. And Malcolm's like, uh-oh, what's she doing here? Why is he seeing her? Yeah. Because it seems like she only appears to those that she wants to appear to. Absolutely. To, like, the chosen ones, almost. Yeah, yeah. Because she's walking past and nobody notices except Malcolm and Thomas. Yeah. Those are the only two. Yeah. Malcolm gets a little jealous later. He does. Because yeah. he thinks he's the chosen one. Yes. He's, he's Mr. Special Guy. Nope. Not not so much anymore. Not so much. And as he's coming in, yeah, then we see, like, as he's going into the church, we see, he sees that there's that suitcase, suitcase man is being dragged into the building. And, um, he, um, he's like, oh, well, that's probably not good news, but it's a guy, does he recognize that it's a guy that he stole the ticket from? Probably. He, he probably does. He does yeah. So, um, and then, so then we have the church scene where he goes in there and we see the woman. And then we, this is when we see, um, Fiona and Jeremy bumping uglies. And they want it, but they're in love, and they want to get married, and start a life together, yeah. and all that boring teenager stuff. Yeah. We, yeah. we kind of get, we get an idea, they're, they're in love, they're, they're yes. having sex, yep. and they're ready to be together, even though it's probably, you know, it's, it's almost like Romeo and Juliet, they're not, yes. they're not supposed to be They're together. not allowed to be, yeah. And uh, so, also Thomas, he decides he's going to go sneak around. Yes, he's going to go do, do some heck and sneaking. Yeah, he's going to try and find something find some evidence yeah and he sees this one he peeks in his one window and uh, there's a family of mm -hmm. uh, man wife and daughter and the husband he cuts the woman's arm willingly mm -hmm. and uh she kind of fills a jar up some of the way with her blood yes and to kind of you know try and get the daughter to come to and she's like you fuck that yeah That's there ain't no happening. way 
I'm going to give him the blood. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so uh, Thomas, he kind of sweeps around a bit more, and uh, he kind of runs into Fiona, and she looks terrified because mm-hmm. they got caught. Yes. And you're supposed to be out after the, was it the night bell, they call it? Yeah, they have, like, a curfew. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also looks in the preacher's house, and he sees him opening up a hatch and popping down it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, hidden under a rug, like. That's right. The most inconspicuous place. You could put a hatch, a secret hatch. (laughs) And so he goes back to his room, and he sees everyone's got a little jar of blood in the door. And he's like, well, you got lots of blood. I'm just going (laughs) to fill mine up a bit. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, to fit in. Mm -hmm. And he goes to to uh, turn the key, and uh, there's like a a big thorn kind of yeah like that's a buck. yeah and out he cuts of the his key. finger and a few drops come mm-hmm. and uh, spatter on which I thought there'd be more to this yeah there, there was again like again it was, it was like a, I think a good idea but they right. didn't follow through I think the whole idea of it is that um, to show that they're underneath like the um, the tunnels are underneath. Right, the underneath these homes, yeah, and the see, blood is for the goddess. Obviously, like that's obvious. Yeah. yeah, it's like a sacrifice right. to uh, have good harvest. Exactly, feed yeah. it to the goddess. And so, when Thomas bleeds on the floor, the panels a little bit, the wood there, then it, the camera kind of pans, so you're looking down like a bird's eye view, and you see this like face sort of pressed up against the wood, and it's like blah, 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 <laughs> trying to like because the blood like moves. Towards the yeah, it side. Shows, that's again that I thought. Oh, okay, it's it's being drawn towards you know the goddess, but it, no, it was some guy. Yeah, some guy was licking it up. Almost that was the goddess. I was gonna say I don't think we can definitively say it was a doorman dude because he's got this weird mask thing on. So I yeah, think it, it could have been the goddess for sure. That would, that would make, make more sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, and that that was creepy. That was the first thing where I was like. This is going to be a scary movie. <laughs> There's going to be some things going on here. And so then he also draws a map. And this map yes. is important later. But he's So he's kind of surveying the land and figuring out sort of where everything is in respect to the town. And he's made a note that the secret hatch or whatever is under the preacher's house. Yeah. So, um... Then there's just, the preacher obviously pops out of the tunnel and we see him walk into a barn. And this is where I gave the guy the name Doorman. Because there's a guy just standing at the door, letting yeah. the preacher in. And he, um, um, Dan goes, or Dan, I keep calling him Dan because I love Dan Stevens. So Thomas goes back to bed and he's, we see that he's a drug addict kind of. Yes, like yeah. I, I'm guessing opium. Opiates for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He's got he's got some problems. Yeah, he's he's having a bit of a time, and then um, this is when Jeremy, seemed, trying to take him under his arm, wakes him up to go to work. Yeah, and well, also we I don't know if you mentioned the the fate of the guy who uh, oh, we no, switched tickets with. Um, he gets beaten pretty good. They're trying to interrogate him, trying yeah. to find the money because right. it's all about money, which is weird. Why do they need money for? And Malcolm says in his sermon, he's like, you need not for money, you need not for any, you know, you don't want for anything here. It's weird. Yeah. But, um... Do we ever find out why they need money? No, it's not. Again, this is why there's some issues with this movie. Huh. Um, but they they kill. Yes. They they end up, because Malcolm figures out this is the wrong guy. Yes. Because... Um, I forget what, there's a test something that kind of gives it away. I don't know why, um... He says something. 
mm-hmm. and Malcolm kind of you know sees like wait a minute this is the wrong guy. He did yes. switcheroo. Yeah. This poor guy got beaten silly. Like he's kind of broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells Quinn to kind of finish him off. And he does. He slits his throat. Yeah. And basically he becomes. Food. Me- yeah, bingo. <laughs> yeah. He becomes the next little meal for the goddess. Exactly. And they, 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 they kind of figure out he's still out there. We got to figure, we got to find, find out. him. Yeah. yeah. And quick. Yes. And uh, so yeah, next, next morning. Uh, Jeremy wakes him up for, oh yeah, you gotta go work. Oh, of course. Of course. And, uh, after that, after a bit of, uh, labor, and, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, um, Thomas gets Jeremy to, uh, kind of swear, you know, you're gonna help me out here, kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, I saw you do some shit, I won't say a thing, but you gotta help me out. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta do something for me first. Yeah. And Tom's like, okay, whatever. And, uh, before they do that, they have to go to the church. And uh, Malcolm decides, you know what? Someone is out last night. Shouldn't be out. Mm-hmm. He kind of lines up some of the new guys. Yeah. And he has them, you know, start reciting from their little Bible that he's he's written. Yeah. And they have to. Everyone has to read at night. And um, some of the guys start referring, um, not rehearsing. Starts. Uh, they say they're quoting. Yeah, they're saying like a verse. They are yes. going down the line, and they each have to say part of the verse. And uh, I think so we used to have to read this. Thomas school. is like the third or fourth guy in the line. Yeah. And when it comes to the guy just before Thomas, he pulls a knife out and yeah. he goes to kill Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thomas actually stops him. Yes. I think, I think just kind of because he wouldn't find out where his where his sister is if he didn't. Yeah. And, and it made him look. He kind of got in. Yes. Too. Exactly. Um. This guy, he slashes Thomas and uh, goes to lunge at Malcolm, and the guards, Ugh. they just pierce him. Yeah, him. he gets like a spear through each side of his chest and through his legs. Yeah, and one goes right through. I think it's, I think it was his chest going down. He was pinned. Yes. He was pinned very painfully with spears mm-hmm. to the floor, and he keeps trying, oh, I'm going to stab you, but I'm dead. Yeah. And, and he says, for king and country. For King Country, yep, that's exactly so it. So they, these people are, like, they're known. Yeah. Like, they, they, like, the mainland knows that this island exists. Exactly. And that it's a problem they want it taken care of. Yes. Um, they see it as a threat. Like, it is sort of like the Jim Jones of, you know, of yeah. Jonestown. Like, when they send the, I know a lot about Jonestown, like, more than probably any person should. But when they send the, um, the delegates to Jonestown to check up what they're doing, they're killed. Because yeah. they don't want that getting out. Yeah. So it's kind of like that in a convoluted way. That's the same sort of idea. Yep. And right before this church scene, Malcolm and Quinn are delivering a baby goat or a baby sheep. Right. And the only reason I bring it up is it comes into play later. But this baby, when it's birth, it's like it's deformed and it's like whole neck is open and it's like. Its, it's intestines are outside of its body, basically. It's, it's I don't say stillborn, but it's very deformed. Yes. And it's, it's almost decayed. Yes. Uh, and Quinn kind of, you know, expressed, you know, this is what's happening. We got to get this fixed now. Yeah. Or this is going to happen to everything. Yes. Yes. So. so yes. Yeah. So then we have the church scene. Church and scene. then, um, so Dan is, or Dan, I keep calling him Dan. Thomas, Thomas is hurt. So they ship him off to Andrea. And because she's the doctor, um, they, he needs to get stitched up. Yeah, very painfully. No, no anesthetic, no nothing. No. Just, just a bit of bark. wood. 
bit of bark between the teeth to uh, bite onto. And uh, Malcolm tells him, you know, you've earned yeah. my, you know, you, you're, you, you'll be rewarded with your loyalty. Yes. He says that he, he cuts his hand and he said, you oh, bled yes. for me, so now I'm going to bleed for you. We're blood brothers. Yeah. So he slices his hand and like grasps his hand in like a bro shake. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And then uh, that night, uh, Malcolm kind of ups the ante. He brings yes. out Jennifer. Yes. And uh, tries to um, intimidate Thomas to you know, show himself. Yes. And uh, Quinn, you see him, he uh, cuts a bit of the uh, her hair off very painfully. Nothing yeah. Nice. And she's, yeah, being paraded through the streets of this town. There's like one main drag. Yeah. And she's being paraded down to the, from yeah. the top to the bottom. And he's like, basically like, hear ye, hear ye. This is the heretic. And he's, yeah, then he cuts a lock of her hair, which is horrible. And then they make it sound like she's trying to, she's like trying to hurt the, the yes. group. She's, she's a, a spy. She's yes. a traitor. Yeah. When really they kidnapped her. Yes, exactly. And, and Thomas is trying his best not to run out and do something. He kind of has a little bit of a relapse. He needs his drug and he throws it away. He smashes it. He's yeah. Like, nope, I don't need you. Take that. Let's go and pull a turkey. <laughs> and so then we get this really weird next scene where Fiona is in the bathroom. She's in like the little outhouse at their house. Or, or she asks Andrea earlier. Yes. Uh, during the when they're working, you know, how do you know if you might be pregnant? And she kind of tells her, well, when the last time you bled? It's like, uh, winter time. Winter. Like, oh, you're yeah. yeah, you're preggers. Yep. And and she's asked, well, is there another way to chill? And she's like, yes, there is. And we see her then later on in the, in the scene now, looking in the outhouse with a mirror upper skirt. Yeah. She's checking things out. Yes. But her dad, like Quinn, who obviously is her dad, is like peeping on her. And he's spying. He's doing some creepy dad spying. Huh? And then, and like really creepy, like staring, like, oh, it was just so weird. And then he goes to like try to sneak away and he creaks a board and then he slams his hand up and he's like, oh, <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> he's going to walk away. And, yeah. Yeah. Poor Fiona. She's like, um, uh -huh. yeah, not sure what <laughs> I'm looking for. That's, that's a new way to see if you're pregnant. Yeah. Never heard of that before. And uh, and then we have, um, there's a really small scene where um, Thomas's sister is sitting in the street and one girl's braiding her hair and the kids are poking her with sticks. What do you mean to her? Yeah, they're just belittling her and yeah. playing. And the um, then Andrea brings her some food and a blanket and then she gets carted off. Yeah. So we don't know where she's going now, but she's she's done just being chained up for a while, I guess. And then there's a big festival at nighttime where everybody gets to wear creepy masks. Hooray! Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, this is um, important because Thomas takes Jeremy. He's told him now about the secret hatchy thing. And he takes Jeremy to help him break into this cellar area underneath the preacher's house. Yeah. So... While the music is playing, and there looks like, not fireworks, but there's, like, stuff going off. There's, there's, there's drums and stuff. Yeah, there's, there's playing music, and there's, you know, fire. Right. Um, and Malcolm's idea during the party, when everybody's, you know, having fun, we're going to search. Yep. We're going to find which which room, find find the money. Yes. We're looking for the money, mainly. Yes, exactly. 
And so they're searching the rooms and Thomas and Jeremy. So he starts um, hitting at the like the bricks with a, like a pick, basically, to try to a get chisel. the, yes, yeah, right. chisel, right. Without breaking through, it's kind of breaks the, uh, right. the mortar around the bricks and yes. takes them out one by one so he can, yes. so he gets started to put them back in when he sneaks through. And because of the loud music, he's doing it to the rhythm of the drum so people, nobody can hear him. Smart. Yeah. Nobody's the wiser. Nope. And uh, while they're well, doing it, yeah. That is until uh, during the little search, they, they go through Thomas's room. They can't really find anything until Malcolm looks back and sees a little piece of paper from below the... Uh, the drawer. Mm-hmm. And he sees, oh, it's a map. That's weird. And they kind of look out to the uh, outside and they see Jeremy's lamp. Yes, so, underneath. Uh, yeah, so Quinn yells at Frank, yo, Frank, he's in the house. And they try and go and they're very slow. Yes. Like, For being right next door. Yeah. Thomas takes, you know, he, he gets in, he gets Jeremy to kind of to, uh, put, put the, the bricks, bricks back bricks up. Back, mm-hmm. And uh, he heads down in the tunnel. Yes. And uh, Jeremy's just coming out, and his his dad catches him, pulls him out. And yeah. Like, oh, He's like, what are you doing, Jeremy? That's, oh, what do I do with you, boy? Yeah. Get out of here. I'll take care of this. Yeah. And uh, tells, yeah, he's in the house, and so they plan to have Frank go into tunnels and chase him with the gun. Yes. Uh, Quinn, where's Quinn going? Quinn. Quinn is going into the, um, he's going down the, he's in, he lets Frank into the secret right hatch. Right, right, right. And he's watching the, so there's the entrance to, into the preacher's house, and then the other, the exit is to the barn. Yes. So Quinn is watching the entrance at the preacher's house, and then Malcolm goes, and he's standing at the barn. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yes. waiting up the other end. And, and uh, Frank is flushing him out. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Thomas kind of runs through, and he goes over this weird little, uh, little, I don't say water, it's kind of like, like a gap. Yeah, it's just like a, yeah, like a yeah. human-sized, like just a board over top of it. Yeah. And it looks, like, gross. Yeah, it, it looks bloody. Yeah. And he goes to the other end, and he's just going to the ladder, and he hears Malcolm's horse winning. Yes. And he's uh, like, oh, crap, you know, I'm, this sounds, this is a trap. Yeah. It's, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> so he goes back, kind of. Pops into the weird, mucky, bloody, bloody ladder. stuff, and uh, Frank goes by him, and Frank yeah. starts going up the ladder, and uh, Malcolm panics and shoots. Yes, almost kills Frank. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "Where the hell did you go?" Mm-hmm. And uh, Thomas is trying to crawl through this like bloody, goopy body parts. Yes, and there's a uh, he passes a chicken that's alive still. Yeah, bock bocken, and all of a sudden the old lady. The goddess appears out of the bloody water and chases him. Yes. Doesn't grab him, doesn't get him, but he just kind of gets away and uh, she doesn't follow him. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he pops up at this, like, sort of cave, like an inlet almost by the sea. And he's looking on the wall and there's all these, like, not hieroglyphics of her, but somebody's been there and painted pictures of her. Yeah. Yeah. And... So then we um, we look at the barn. This is when we actually go to the barn. And now we see what's inside of the barn. Yeah. And this is when we see the goddess kind of restrained in her little potty sort of thing. Yeah, it's like she's like almost like in a, a crutch. Yes. Or something. Yes. And she's surrounded by vines. And right. She's trapped there. Yes. 
Yeah. And then, so this is when um, Malcolm's saying, well, you know, I'm the only one you need. You don't need him. You only need me, girl. <laughs> Why would you show yourself to him? He's, he's Yeah, nothing. he's nobody. Yeah. I, I'm the one. You want to yeah. you I'm the guy in charge. Yes. Here, drink my blood. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as he's, you know, force feeding his blood to her, mm-hmm. um, it starts to bloom around mm-hmm. her. Yeah. So you can tell it, it, there's some sort of magical ability to her. Right. As long as she's fed, that she yeah. stays alive and keeps the island alive. Yeah. And uh, Andrea then, she finds Thomas at the cave, which has these paintings of the deity, the, the goddess. Right. You know, and it shows, I guess, there's, like, two serpents above her, and they're, like, just, like, red blood coming onto her. Mm-hmm. And you can see around here, things are blooming and growing. Right. So it's kind of like, uh, it explains what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Andrea finds him, and, um, we get a bit of a, a backstory, because she sees this, uh, burn of a cross on his back. Right. And you find out that he was a missionary who went to Peking with his group to yes. you know, share the word of Jesus and God. <laughs> and they didn't like that. Burning all his crosses, killing all his followers. Yes. And branding him with a white Cro- hot cross. cross on yeah. His back. Oof. Which and you saw right in the or at this part ish when you're like, hey, there's a cross in his back. And I'm like, well, earlier a, when, oh, when, yeah, when he wakes, him up, wakes him up. Yeah. He has all these uh, slashes and yeah. a little like a cross on his back. Like, That's Oof. weird. And we find out why. Yes. Um, and, uh, because of this, what happened, he lost his religion completely and right. really just kind of fell off the boat. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's he was rough. Like his dad thought he was dead. His sister kind of didn't think he was alive. Right. And then he kind of came back after he heard about his sister was kidnapped. Yes. And uh, so Andrea takes him to uh, this little hidden spot in the, in the wheat field. To yes. Hide. And this is where she kind of explains that, like, this is all scorched earth. Like, nothing should grow here. Like, look at this. It's poisonous. And she pours a little bit of, like, water into this vial of something inside of the wheat. I think it was just dirt. Was it? Okay, yeah, you're right. And it just bubbles and fizzes. And it's, like, it's literally poisonous ground. It's it's almost like, um, it's like ash. Yes. Volcanic ash ground. Right. Nothing can grow here, but yet, like she says, it does. Everything does, yeah. Uh, because of the goddess, it dies. Yeah. So, and then when this is happening, um, we go back to the docks and like to the town and there's some docks there and there's a boat and Malcolm sees Frank putting stuff into a boat and he's like, well, what the heck? And um, he's, they're leaving. Frank's had enough. He almost got shot. <laughs> he's tanking Jeremy and they're leaving. Yeah. And so, um, Jeremy tells us um, he wants Fion to join him. He says, you know, you can come with us. Yeah, I want you to come with us. We were going to be man and wife. Yeah, she tells him that she's pregnant. He's like, oh, good. Let's get married. We're yeah. leaving. Come with us. We'll elope. And she's like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, yo, stay here. I'm going to go get something. It's a present for you. Um, be, I'll bring it back. Yes. And, and it was, it was uh, a carving because he was you know, kind of telling how he was going to build a uh, a house out of the boat they were they were shagging in. <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, it's a really small house, but hey, you can build a door. Yes. And uh, so he was kind of carving a little, I don't know what it said now. To hope. Hope. Okay. As he depressing was, as that. Yeah. <laughs> and so he takes off. He's like, oh, I'm going to go show her. I'm going to get more loving. Yes. And uh, her dad, you know, he sees Jeremy leave and he goes, confronts his daughter. 
and she tells him, yeah, I'm pregnant, and yeah. I'm going to keep it, and it's mine, you can't do a thing. I need a dad right now, not uh, a monster that you're being. Yes. And uh, he's like, nope, you are blasphemous, you got uh, whore lips, and yeah, I'm, I don't like you right now, we're going to do an impromptu abortion. Yep, super quick, grabs yeah. a knife. And well, he also, he explains, I've seen what happens on this island, I've yes. seen what happens when things are birthed. This is going to end up poorly for you. There's an abomination in your stomach. I was going to say, he says it's an abomination. Yeah. And I wonder, though, if they, she left, mm -hmm. would it be okay? I think if they got off the island, it would have been a, a good birth. Yeah. I think so. I think the island was, because of the proximity to the goddess, it was bad. Sure. It was corrupting whatever was growing there. Mm -hmm. Nothing could grow. Unfortunately, we'll never know. Yeah. Because as Quinn is carving up this he, child out of him, he kills her. Yeah. The child and and his daughter die. Right. And Jeremy walks in. He's all excited. I'm going to show her this. He walks in to this nasty massacre. Yes. Drops the little board thing. And he's like, what the hell did you do? Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, Quinn, he makes himself a victim. And he's like, well, after sir, after he right. does that, um, he tells her, you know, he tells him, you know, you were you put your seed in my daughter, unacceptable. Yeah, you're gonna get punished. And, yeah, uh, this is all your fault. Yes. Yeah. He he puts he throws everything onto Jeremy. Jeremy gets a switchblade out that yep. uh, Thomas gave him. Yeah, it was like a shaving blade. Yeah, a yeah. switchblade. Yeah, and he starts cutting and attacking uh, Quinn. Um, cuts his arm, leg, and starts. Basically slitting his throat. Like, he yeah. gets a good chunk. Ooh, there's a big chunk of neck that Again, comes out of it. And I just want to say, the effects are very good in this movie. It's really practical. good. The only CGI, I think, ever is when the plants grow. Yes. Everything else, I think, is just old-fashioned prosthetics and great Love effects. Love it. Yeah. Great effects. Nothing like some contacts and a little bit of, like, you know, skin plaster. It, it, it <laughs> looks real. Really real, um, yeah. And again, if it looks real, that's well done. And that's... it's one of those things where, like, every time there was gore, except the throat slitting in the beginning, because that was, like, whatever. <laughs> you see that a lot in movies and TV yeah. shows. But even, like, this scene, it's one of those things where you see it and I get tingles. You know what I mean? Like, you can just kind of, you're like, ooh, that's, that's a thing. Because yeah. it's not, like, a big, deep gash, blood squirting everywhere. It is a gash. But it looks like something that could easily happen, right? It's a very, very deep cut. He gets started on like the side of his neck. Yes. But uh, but Quinn fights off Jeremy. Yes. And uh, kind of throws him out. No, he knocks him down, and he kind of stumbles out the door and starts, you know, screaming. He killed my daughter. He's trying to kill me. So mm -hmm. he instantly makes himself the victim. Turns it around. Yeah. So Jeremy obviously is upset, and he's like, "No, no!" And obviously nobody believes him. Because there's blood all over both of them. Yeah. So Jeremy takes off. And he runs to Andrea in her little hidey hole where she's showing Thomas all of this stuff. Cause, so obviously him and Andrea are friends or they're close or whatever. I, I think she kind of takes care of the younger ones in the, right. in the village. Right. And the guards catch up to Jeremy and drag him off saying, you're going to be purified. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't do it. You know I loved her. You know. I, I, I knew that. Like, yeah, she, absolutely. She like, no one listened to her. And Quinn, he's kind of doing a little bit of a, oh, a coup. Yes. He's taken over. He's sick of the way Malcolm's been doing things pretty willy-nilly. Yes. It's time for a strong arm. It's time for 
so authority to really, mm -hmm. yeah. And Mel comes down at the docks talking to Frank, so he um, can't defend himself. So Quinn decides it's time to purify, purify, cleanse Mr. Jeremy. Yeah, we don't know what he means. I thought fire. Yeah. Nope. They assemble this uh, this little table. This and, was rough. And uh, they, they they have room basically put your arms and legs in these little clamps. Clamp the arms, the legs, clamp the head. Oh. And they clamp them pretty tight. They, yes. The subtitle said bones crunching on the head. I'm like, ooh, this is not going to end well. And you see sort of, so this was one of the kills of the decade and bloody disgusting. And you, so you get a first person view of what Jeremy's experiencing when they clamp his head. So his head's kind of to the side because he's taught, looking at Andrea, pleading with the guards. And as they turn it, his head kind of is moved with each crank. It's moved up, clank, clank. And then he's staring straight up and they give it one more clank. And his blood vessels burst in his yeah, eyes. Yeah. And it's red. And you're like, huh? Uh? <laughs> so, so he's... he's uh, yeah. I thought it'd be more um, uh, breaking arms, legs. Yeah. More, I thought it'd be more punishment. Because, yeah, we're sitting there. We're like, all right, what's in store? We're rubbing our hands together. We're like, all right, let's get into it. Yeah. And it's like a... Basically, like... I don't know. Okay, so we're from Saskatchewan here. You guys have all made a hole in the ice for ice fishing imagine that but instead of vertical it's horizontal <laughs> so i wouldn't use that it's more like uh for drilling holes in wood yeah 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 well you're you're, you're uh, scrubbing auger that's too big the one they use to because it's they shave his head the top of his head mm -hmm. and you can see you know he's laying flat prone and right parallel to his head is this crank with a um a screw as you know with a um uh, i'm not sure what to call it um a, a, a bit right yeah it's got, it's got a thin drill bit and it's got a big like kind of like what you'd use to drill into a wall like a hole in the wall yes yeah and it's all hand cranked <laughs> and you see he, he slowly cranks <sighs> in so it just goes into his skull and you can hear it yeah. like you can and hear that little and crying a bit and after that you kind of see uh um, Quinn, he kind of goes over to his one side, says, I've always wanted to do this. Yeah. Goes around to the other side, and you know, he's going to be purified, and you don't see it go in. No. It's all, uh, you see you, kind of, you see you're him, his his squirming, yeah, his yeah. squirm as you see uh, Quinn, you know, crank it very slowly, not quick. He's pretty deliberate with this. And there's lots of my favorite, like, um, horror movie word, which is squelch. There's a lot of squelching. Yeah. Like a lot. Once we get through the bone, it's nothing but squelch, folks. Yeah. And, and also, uh, Thomas and Andrew show up and uh, like he tells the guard, guards, you know, restrain him, you know. So Thomas is there kind of stuck and yeah. he's watching this, this poor, poor boy get. Uh, Who is really one of drilled. his only friends. Yeah. He gets drilled into his skull. Uh, and he stops twitching after about three good cranks. He's, yeah. He stopped twitching. And then we get a good view of uh, what's left of uh, his skull. Just a good hole at the top of his skull. Yes. And uh, Quinn takes a bit of like a flower petal or something. Yeah. And puts it inside. Yes. Into it's, the top of his kind head. Of weird. Yeah. And uh, then Frank shows up and Malcolm. And Mom's like, what did you do? I didn't approve this. And Quinn's like, I don't care. I'm in charge now. You're too, 
you're too much of a pansy. You're doing this yeah. my way. You're a false prophet, yeah. he says multiple times. You're the false prophet. You're he the false really prophet. He really throws Knocker on the bus. Yes. And uh, Frank, he's he kind of snaps. He's like, my boy, what, what have you done? I'm going to stop this. Yeah. And he goes and grabs a gun, and he takes off towards the... Um, the barn. The barn. Yep. Uh, Thomas gets free. He A nice little... Uh, not a kill, <laughs> but they have spears. They're using two spears Ooh. to kind of hold in place. And he slides one way and pushes the spear into the one the guy's cheek. cheek. Like, yeah, like the soft part. Right through. Ugh. And uh, the other guy, he just smacks the other one over his head. He kind of falls down. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, he takes off after Frank. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they're chasing. Frank gets to the, uh... Barn. The barn. And, uh... And we hear a gunshot. And so Thomas is running up, and he hears a gunshot. He kind of pushes himself against the door, and he sees Frank open the door and come out, and he's holding his stomach. Yeah. And we see that he's got a gunshot through his stomach. And you're thinking, what the heck? He just had the gun. And then the doorman dude walks out. And he's got the gun now. So it's like th this doorman that I keep talking about is like the goddess's protector, basically. He doesn't really leave the barn. He just watches over her. Yeah, yeah he feeds her. He's, yes. he's, he's called the grinder in this. So okay, he, the grinder. He yeah. the food and then force feeds it to her. Yeah. So yeah, he, um, yeah, we see uh, he kills, he kills Frank. Yeah. Um. Thomas kind of sneaks around a little little hidey hole into the barn, <laughs> and uh, Malcolm and Quinn show up, and mm -hmm. uh, they see that Frank's dead, and uh, Malcolm kind of tells the, uh, the the grinder, "You know, go inside, get out of here," and uh, Quinn shoots him. Yes, yes. Quinn's had enough. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. Shoots Malcolm in the arm, and he falls back into the, uh, the trap door hole. Yes, and he's knocked out. Yes, and that's why you don't have hatches, kids. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Thomas kind of, he kind of sees what happens, and he's roams around. He sees the, uh, oh, he sees what's left of poor Jeremy. Yes, in the barn. just basically torso, like the, torso. The top up. half. Ugh. Yeah, so he got kind of, he got grinded. Yes. Into, into a meal <laughs> for the, the, for the goddess. goddess. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Thomas, Thomas, he, uh, he sees these bags being hung and he, he finds his sister. sister yeah, yeah, I think she a, whimpers or something. Like, there's, he uh, walks uh, up yeah. to one of them. Uh, he's like, Jen, Jen, and he hears a whisper. And yeah. He puts, brings it down and opens up. Oh, there she is. And then clunk. The grinder, yeah. he catches him, which is, I don't know why he didn't think of hiding or being yes. quieter. Clunks him on the head, knocks him out. And, uh, Quinn, Quinn kind of shows up and drags away, uh. Jennifer. Yeah. And uh, we see uh, Thomas, Thomas with, waking up with hooks, hooks in his, his body. Yeah, hooks in his hand, keep his hands restrained. <sighs> hooks in his knees. This was another tough one, folks. I'm just telling you, if uh, you watch this and you're not a uh, heavy, like, I don't mind gore, but for some reason, these two just bothered me. <laughs> and I told, while we were watching this and I saw Thomas hooked up, I'm like, oh, Nick, I, uh, I don't think we're going to get a good ending here. <laughs> Like, yeah. this is not going to be a happy ending. No, so the, the grinder Ugh. starts, you know, turn the crank and is pulling uh, Thomas close to the grinder and he gets his one hand in there. Ugh. He loses half his hand. Yeah, he's got like a, his index finger and his thumb. Yeah, he can, he can make an L. Yeah. He can call, he can call people Which I mean, really. <laughs> um, so he kind of, he, he gets free because he grinds his hand, which has the, uh, the hooks the hook in, in it. gets yeah. free. 
him the grinder have a scuffle they they fight a bit and uh the uh, grinder ends up kind of the hooks in his head yes and uh um thomas throws like a switch and just like an, it's like um instant kind of pull yes and it kind of rips half the uh, the head off of, or the like almost like a quarter off of the uh, grinder killer. right yes and uh, so thomas kind of quickly b- binds his uh mangled hand and uh goes to talk to the um the goddess yes and she calls him uh, her son yep and puts her nails into his head yeah and shows him what happened and so we find out that malcolm quinn and frank were convicts they land on this island mm-hmm. and uh they stumbled across the goddess who was like in a, a shawl right and uh they decide hey we're gonna throw in this barn and we're gonna force feed you all the um, like blood and all that, and it'll it'll make the island grow. Right. It, it'll be like the sacrifice. Yes. And uh, eventually, it kind of stops working, so they resort to then people. Yes. Yeah. And I think um, Malcolm for a while tried to just use himself. Yeah. To feed her, but obviously you only have so much blood. Yeah. And so that's when they started resorting to other people, and now they've moved on farther. Where it's Quinn is also, he's talking to um, Andrea and Jennifer at the same time. And he's yeah. kind of talking the story out yeah. while he, we're he, seeing it through the goddess's yeah, eyes. He's got them imprisoned in, like, the, in the church. Yes. The church. Yes. And he basically tells them, you know, same thing. You know, this is what's happened. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to breed you. So every, every year we're going to have sacrifices to give to the goddess. Yes. Yeah, and uh, he's gonna basically start feeding her fetuses or something. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. He says, "Feed it, feed her your womb." Yeah, is so what basically, he says. your your malformed children's will become the food. Yes, for, which is twisted. Yeah, and um, then we see uh, she kind of releases Thomas, and uh, it's weird. Like he he's almost welcoming her embrace because he kind yes. of kind of crawl, kind of leans into her, and she gives him kind of a hug. And he stands up, and I think she she speaks in her own language yes. about her, him being a son and to free her. Yes. And he takes a lantern and kind of smashes into her little prison. Yeah, and he's like, forgive me. Yeah. But she's like totally accepting. Like, she's just, she doesn't even flinch yeah. as she's lit on fire. Yeah, so basically he burns her. And mm-hmm. again, this kind of proves a connection. The the barn's on fire. And yes. And go back to the village. The village is on fire. So basically, all the she, buildings yeah, are on fire. Everything she touched was connected and is on fire. Right. Uh, he so Thomas shows up and um, asks one of the, some old lady, you know, where's Andrea? Where's Jennifer? Yes. And uh, she's like, oh, they're in the church. Yeah, so they took him to, the, to church. the church. And um, at this time, uh, Quinn sees a wiser fire. Oh no, this is not good. Yeah. And Thomas bursts in with a knife. Yes. And stabs him like right at his collarbone. Yeah, like right in his solar plex. It's like almost, he, almost higher up. It was almost like yeah. just below the neck. Ugh. And uh, they kind of struggle a bit. And um, and uh, Andrea gets like a hold of the gun. And she shoots the chain, sort of the where the chains are holding them, the origin yeah. of it in the wall. And they start reefing on it yeah. to pull it out of the wall. And, and as they just get free, uh, Quinn has another knife and he just stabs uh, Thomas repeatedly, repeatedly in the side. Like he, right in the side. He... he Screws his liver Oof, up. I was going to say, that's like where all the good and stuff kidney, is. Kidney shots, liver shots, it's Oof, bad. Yeah. And um, 
they uh, both grab Quinn. Yeah. As as <laughs> as Thomas is holding on to the knife in his chest, and they pull. Yes. And 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 Thomas K does the same thing, and they bisect him. Yep. So well. Right from like collarbone down to guts. Yeah. It just pulls right through. And so that's the end of Quinn. Yeah. Oof. And and. Uh, so Thomas kind of grabs, uh, Jen- he gets him free because there's keys. Yes. Gets him free from their chains. And, uh, you know, tells him, there's the boat. Get to yep. the boat. Yeah. And so they're running. And uh, they they don't, well, Thomas doesn't make it. He kind of collapses by this one tree. Yeah, right on him, the top of the hill. Him mm-hmm. and Jennifer have a bit of a brother-sister, you know, farewell. Yeah. Um, I always, you know, loved you. I loved you. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, Andrew knows that he's not going anywhere. Right. Right. And, uh. At this time, also, we see uh, Malcolm wakes up and he kind of stumbles out, mm-hmm. sees that the barn's on fire, sees everything else is on fire, and uh, Jennifer and Andrea get to the boat, they get to the big ship, and they're out of here. Yes. And uh, and they look to the side, and there's, like, one of the mountains, like, explodes, oh, right. and there's, like, blood just gushing out and of this one mountain. Last, one last scream of the goddess. Yes. So we, it's kind of Oof. assumed that the, the goddess is done yes. on this island. Right. And uh, we see uh, Thomas kind of rolls back and he's kind of, he's kind of accepted his fate. You know, he's he's like, I'm done. Finally. Yes. And Malcolm walks up to him and, and, and kind and of... And looks at him. And you can see in um, Thomas's eyes, they kind of start changing color. Yeah. And everything around him starts growing. Yes. And uh, it, it and that's kind of end. Yeah. So it's, it's implied that the um, the goddess kind of trans... She, became, she made Thomas... The god. Yes. Of the island. So now he's the one who is um, providing the, the island with growth. Right. So, and Malcolm's still alive, so if anything, he can start all over. Right. Absolutely. It's a, it's a little bit open-ended where, is he going to do the same thing to Thomas as the previous goddess? Is right. he going to go try you know, lock him up and feed mm-hmm. him blood? Even though we found out that Quinn is actually the one who pushed... To imprison the goddess. It yes. wasn't Malcolm. Yeah. So, and he was, he was not really into it and tried to stop um, feeding people to it as long as he could, which is why he tried to self-sustain her using himself. But, yeah, overall, I I had a good time. I had a good time. It was a good watch. I didn't mind it. Yeah. It, it, again, it wasn't quite as scary to me sure. as to you. Yeah. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a... We're not a bad movie. Yeah, any movie good... where it kind of gets you thinking, I yeah. like those. Yeah, it had a good little twist. The end was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, where he became the guardian slash god of right. the island. Yeah. Um, didn't I kind of expected Malcolm to die, but he survived. Again, sure. It went from Malcolm being like the antagonist to yeah. Quinn being the really bad antagonist. Yes. Um, who was he was he was really he drank. A good couple pictures of that Kool-Aid. Like, right. he was all about it. Yeah. Uh, but he wanted to do things his way. He yes. wanted to be the big, big shot. And he thought Malcolm was too soft yeah, and, and, and And always Malcolm too got patient. all, the, uh, all the, the glory for, yes. for being the, the prophet. Right. So. Yeah, it was good. So, so if you didn't mind it, what would you rate it out of five? Two and a half. Okay. I give it two and a half. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't scary to me. It could have had more of a... Uh, creepy vibe with the the goddess. Sure. Because um, as you as you see her from when they first met her to now, 
like her fingers were black. Right. Like she was very gaunt. Like she yeah. had no hair. Right. Um, they could have made her a lot more ugly looking, more more decrepit. Right. You know, you could, you know as her, um, because she is now, di- I don't say dying, but she wasn't as powerful an island. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could also mirror the island itself. Sure. So where nothing's growing, she's not growing. She's becoming uglier. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was more of a, they met her first, she was more of a, a beauty. Right. But then as the years went on, she became ugly because of the corruption. Right. Um, yeah, that's how I, that's how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it worked. Absolutely. I, 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 I don't hate this movie. It's a good movie. It's a good one to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was missing some of that horror element to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the kills were good. Great practical effects. Um, good villains. Great, great actors. I liked it. Yeah, liked for sure. It. Yeah. How about you? Well, I love this movie. I would, I think I'd probably rate this a 4.5 for oh, me. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I like the twists and turns in it. Um, I liked how, even though we had the supernatural element in it, we see that the downfall is man. Oh yeah, definitely. I loved that element to it. Um, I loved obviously the actors. I, while we were talking, I was like, the music is like, gets your heart racing. Like I thought the music and the camera angles in this were superb. Like there's a scene where it's when Jennifer is in the town square being paraded through the streets and Thomas is watching and it's like, do, 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 do. And it's like, it's almost like, like my head was exploding because it's like my heart is beating. My head is pacing. I'm like, oh my God, what's he going to do? What are we going to do? Nick, what are we doing? It's music and sounds and lights and camera angles just do it for me and this is actually if you didn't like this movie so much you might actually not like hereditary because this is literally a hundred years hereditary basically it was it's a slow burn until about halfway through but they're always feeding you just enough to be like well why is that happening why is this why is that see and again some other things were they were brought up they weren't explained Right. The jars of blood. They didn't explain really why they did that. The money. Why do they need the money? That wasn't right. explained. Right. Um, it's got some holes, but... Mm-hmm. It's one of those things yeah. that, like, I as soon as I was done, I texted Jessica, like, who was our special guest a few weeks ago, and I was like, I, I need to watch this again. I want to watch it again, knowing where it's going and expecting what's going to happen. Like, I'm ready for it. Like, I want to watch it again. And I don't get too many movies where I feel like that. Especially horror. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I want to watch that again right now. But I want to watch this again. Yeah, I loved it. It was every almost everything I look for in a movie. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I really did. <laughs> and um, I guess we should, we kind of talked about the kill of the flick quite a bit already, but what do you think Ichabod, even though she's sleeping again, what do, what do you think we should do for Ichabod's kill of the well, flick? we first... She first liked the uh, the purification kill, but Ooh, that was rough. I think Quinn's uh, bisection. Yes, is the kill of the flick because it. You kind of aren't expecting it too. Like yeah. the purification, as soon as you see that corkscrew, you're like, "All right, here we go, boys." That's also <laughs> kind of quick. And you don't yes, see much. Yes, exactly. Whereas with Quinn, you see that knife go right through Ugh. and down from his from his collarbone 
down to his guts. Like, yes. It's and, it, and it's a rough, slow kill. Yes. Uh, Ugh. Jeremy's was a little quicker. Yes, little more I humane, agree. But this was rough. Yeah, it was it was graphic, and it was and right before that too, you were seeing him stab Thomas in the side repeatedly. Yeah. <sighs> so it was kind of like, ugh. yeah, it was a lot, yeah, but it was, was good. That was a good. That was I think a good graphic death. That, Absolutely, that, that was pretty good. There was like three times in this movie where I had to watch through my fingers, and I love that. But that's what I've like been missing in the last few horror movies we've been watching is that like watch through your fingers because that's oh yeah it was good i i like that <laughs> that's a good gore gore fest it, for me it wasn't overly bloody no those, those scenes but uh it was graphic enough yes. i didn't mind it it was it was pretty good yeah and not like over the top graphic no yeah like very realistic not, not evil dead over the top this was <laughs> this had a bit of good bit of realism to it like yes like when uh jeremy was slicing uh quinn's neck you know, he didn't get much, but what he did, what you see is pretty, pretty rough. Yes. It look, it's a good, good chunk. It is. Cut. Not off. Like, it's in there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. So, yeah, so that was Apostle. That Thanks was Apostle. Thanks to uh, Kenny for suggesting that one for us. Woohoo! Uh, I, I, again, as much as I'm a bit critical with, of, of this movie, I didn't mind it. That's I good. It makes a good for a good conversation. It does. Yeah. And uh, next week, we are watching Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Ugh, I'm so ready to dip my toes into J-Horror. I'm this, so ready. I've only watched a couple. Like one cut of the dead that came out on Shudder. That one where it's like they film like 35 minutes consecutively of the same mo like movie. Yeah. And then they do the three. It's it was you would actually like that. You would definitely appreciate that. But I, that. I haven't watched too many J horrors, so I'm ready for it. This one is uh, based on a Japanese um, manga, where under the same name, where basically um, all the juvenile kids get sent to uh, this school, mm -hmm. and uh, what it's like. It's like uh, this is the movie that inspired Gang and Rampa. No. Oh. No, no, no. Um, the uh, live-action uh, Catching Fire. Uh, oh, Hunger Games. Thank you, Hunger yes. Games. This is, the, this is the story that inspired Hunger Games. It just It's exactly like Danganronpa, that's why I thought, which is another Japanese video game. And I think that they did get inspiration from um, Battle Royale. I'm sure they did. I, yeah. I've, I've, I haven't watched or read this of Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Dan Dan yeah, I haven't seen it. You should, you should watch it. Let's okay. play. It's fabulous. But uh, it's... Um, so they, they pick every year, they, I think it's a year, it might be a few times a year, they pick one random class, they throw them onto this island, they throw, they put um, explosives on their neck, and are sent out to kill each other. Last one, last one lives, survives, and is the champion. Yeah. And these are all kids. Sure. And uh, the, 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 the manga is a lot more... Graphic. In, graphic and in-depth. Sure. But and also show more characters. But oh. the um, the uh, the movie is great. Mm -hmm. um, it stars um, the the main the biggest star I think that actually her career really took off was um, uh, the girl who was in Kill Bill. The, oh, you know you're right. The girl that plays um, the with the with the mace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's in this. Yes, and I did does, know that. She yeah. Does a great job. Awesome. 
So I'm excited. I, I love this movie. It's a great, great, you know, you thought you were scared from, uh, from this movie. Oh, you're in for a treat. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't mind gore. Gore doesn't bother me that much. As much as I'm like, hey, it really doesn't bother me that much. It's um, like, it's not, it doesn't make it unwatchable for me is what I guess I should say. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm in for, I'm always in for a little bit of gore. And I've watched half of this movie before, probably about 10 years ago, I watched half of this movie. So I'm like really excited to watch the rest. It's, it's a doozy. I watched all the gore-less scenes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I don't actually have any backstory. <laughs> But I'll talk about that more next week, I guess. It's a good one. I, I can't wait till next week now. Me too. <laughs> and thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did this week. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horror and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, like this week, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week for Battle Royale, yay! Because we have such sights to show you and plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Thanks so much, you guys.